With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's KFI AM 640 and you're listening to The Conway Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. KFI AM 640, it's Conway Show and it's still raining outside. That's kind of wild. I got to thank everybody for allowing us to come in last night. Chris Merrill, I sat out or shortened his show so we could bring you local mudslides and water and damage and flooding. Steve Gregory is supposed to be for one segment. He stayed the whole show. Belio was throwing a guest after guest in last night. And man, oh man, that was great, Belio. Really thank appreciate you. you doing that. Of you course. know, that was really cool. You sound so good on a weekend. Oh, uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it coincided with the my new schedule. I mean, we were supposed to launch last night anyway. I'm now on Sunday through Thursday and taking Friday and Saturday off. So Put that's your calendars, kinda, everybody. Yeah, kind of cool. Uh, all right, let's get into uh, Alex Stone, who is the uh, the king of all storms here. And man, oh man, this is brutal, huh? It is. And uh, you really do sound good on a weekend. <laughs> Thank you very much. Is that, is that true? That. You really going to be doing Sundays? Uh, there's no talk of it. But, oh, um, okay. I, uh, there, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, last that night, a, uh, I think that would be a better schedule, though, Sunday through Thursday, because Friday is not really a news day. Friday is get out of town a lot day. of TV anchors do, right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And that's what they used to do on Loveline. Remember that show, Loveline? Oh, yeah. It was Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yeah, good yeah. Friday night. Nobody was watching TV. Uh, how did this affect you out in the, uh, where are you, uh, Valencia area? I was uh, last night in, in Santa Clarita, okay. at home in Santa It uh, It poured while you were on the yes. air last night. It, it was, was pouring. I, I've covered a lot of hurricanes. That felt like a hurricane yeah. Yeah, for a little while. You know, the, the rain going sideways, the, the wind uh, dumping buckets. I had to bring my daughter over to, she was in Wizard of Oz last night mm. in, uh, over at COC at the community college. What and, did she play in the Wizard? What's that? What'd she play? What's her part? Oh, uh, she was a munchkin. Oh, that's great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But right around 7 o'clock, as everybody was showing up there, I mean, it was just coming down. And uh, today I went out with, uh, I met up with the LAFD. They were out looking for, there were reports of a uh, six-year-old boy who had gone into the uh, Tahunga Wash, into the, the L.A. River, and... I mean, you just the, to see the the river and you know the the, the shoot offs of the the river that that head into the the main thing that they were searching, and in the end they didn't find anybody. They don't think mm. there was ever a boy in there, but the resources that LAFD oh, brought wow. in was incredible in an instant. But just the speed of that water going like thirty miles an hour, they they thought, and setting up uh, nets and yeah. putting boats in the water. I mean, just the the strength of that that water. It's luckily. I mean, you think of everything that, that's gone on, all the rain that's come down, that's still coming down right now, the wind that we had, yeah. that, that there hasn't been a Montecito or a La Conchita from years ago. Lucky. Uh, the, the big mudslides coming down, fingers crossed we don't tonight. But, that, yeah, there's been damage today, but it's been relatively minor and isolated and spread out all over the place. You know, yeah, Beverly Glen and, and yeah, some other areas. But that, that so far, it, it could be a lot worse than, than what we've got right now. You know, a lot of uh, almost all communities in all countries outside of the United States, the rich people live in the flatlands and the poor people live up in the hills. 
And and that's because the weather and that's because, you know, it's tough to get to and and, you know, and all the problems you have up in the hills. But for some reason, in the United States, everyone's clung to the hills. And yeah, so that's where view, a lot I of the, guess. Yeah, that's yeah. where uh, here we you, said, let's do it opposite. Let, let, <laughs> let's right. figure out how we can have the most damage. That's right. So they build these huge houses that are not really supported over, you know, the, you can't put, you know, five billion tons of weight on these mountains and then have 10 inches of rain and not expect something to move. Well, especially with the soil that we've got in L.A. That's right. But, you know, as Blake was uh, reporting today from from up there, thank goodness uh, that home was unoccupied. You yes. know, another lucky aspect to that of that could have very well been an occupied home that they gave way that the main one and then 16 i think other people have been uh, evacuated from the the neighborhood around it but yeah. that nobody was in there when the the mud moved the the ground moved and it pretty much obliterated that home moving it off the foundation and then it kind of exploded in the street and that nobody was in there Thank goodness, and, and you know the more mud didn't come down, that nobody was hurt. So far, the we know three people have died in these storms, but they've all been trees coming down in Northern California. All of this going on in in SoCal, we haven't had any that we know of. You know, we have uh, typically for the month of February, which is a fairly wet month here in Southern California compared to the other months, we had an average of three and a half inches. Topanga got that in an hour and a half. Yeah, I think Topanga now is what eleven inches. Yes, and we'll get a new number later on tonight for twenty four hours. Amount. Yeah, it's, That's crazy. it's a lot of water. Yeah, it really is. Uh, and, and a lot of these, uh, you know, and, and I, I hate when people say, you know, people don't know how to drive in the rain. They know how to drive in the rain. They just don't want to drive the way you should drive. And they go, you know, 90 miles an hour. They hit a puddle. I don't know if you saw that guy on the news last night, an SUV that did Where the, that car uh, the car flew wheel. up and flipped yeah. over. Oh, God. Yeah, that guy's zoomed by everybody at 80 miles an hour, hit the water, and then cartwheeled. Well, yeah, no matter you how you're driving slowly, you go, 80. The way it was last night around 7 o'clock, at least in the northern part of the county, no matter how slow you went, yeah. I mean, you could not see a thing. You couldn't see where the curb was, where yeah. the line was. You could just see headlights coming at you. You had, you had windshield wipers on as high as they could go. It was coming down. And what do we know? Is this is this moved on? I know you're not a weatherman, and we don't have you on to be pretend to be a weatherman. Well, I'm going to but... stand in front of the green screen right now and swipe <laughs> my hands around a little bit, give you the Dallas Rains fist bump. Uh, yeah, it, it looks like by tomorrow midday it should lighten up it seemed like it had gotten lighter midday today but we understand you know tonight oh. it's supposed to, to really ramp up again and then by tomorrow night we should be about done with it wednesday and thursday some rain but a lot more scattered nothing like what we've got the last couple of days okay, good and then by friday we should be done for okay a while. let me ask so, you a question you yeah. have an extensive history with news all the guys who drive the news vans you know, that drive the reporters out yeah. there, they all listen to KFI. They're all KFI listeners. All KFI they absolutely listeners. are. I, I, and I, and I, I, I honor them for that. But when they have a reporter that goes out and stands in mud purposely and stands in rain purposely <laughs> and then gets back in the van, don't they want to punch that reporter in the face? <laughs> Get all the mud in there. Yeah, the windows they have to clean up. Up. You know that reporter's not cleaning no, it up. No, the guy driving the van's going to clean right. it up. Yes. Dave I'm, Coons I'm, is the one cleaning it out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dave Coons. All right, you're the best, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Later, Tim. All right, congratulations on the uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, take care. Dick. All right, there he goes, Alex Stone, man. That guy's living large out there. He's out in Santa Clarita. His kids are in plays. It's like an all-American guy out there. Enjoying himself, right? Yes. Getting rained on. Kids in uh, uh, Wizard of Oz as a munchkin. Yeah, we represent the lollipop cheer, was it? The lollipop, guild. lollipop Guild? Yes. Is that a he union that I miss? The Lollipop Guild, the Lollipop Guild, the Lollipop Guild. We can't what? We can't do that X anymore? Oh, that's not. Oh. 
Because you can't do that anymore either. What the hell? All right, we're live on KFI. It's right outside. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. It's Conway Show. All right, rain ahoy. Um, Crozier, how did you do out there? You're almost in the Inland Empire. Did you get whacked? Man, we never really had... Uh, like an extended break between the first storm and the second storm. You got hit continuously. Uh, like we were, it was raining for us Thursday night into Friday. Wow. And a little bit on Friday, and even Friday night into Saturday, it was coming down a little bit for us. Wow. We had a little, we had a couple hours here and there during the day, both Saturday and Sunday before it really kicked in Saturday. I'd say right, right around 5, 6 p.m. Saturday, it started to come down for us. Uh, I had, we had flooding in the backyard, so I had to get one of those uh, sump pumps at did. Home Depot. Fortunately, I had one from when we had a pool. Because when you have an above ground pool, you need, at the end of the season, you got to empty that water. You need a pump to pump it all out. So I had that with me, but I thought it was too aggressive. I thought it was too much for the water I had back there, and I couldn't fit it into the area I needed it. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, Walmart to look for a little pool pump. Or actually, what I was looking for is a boat pump, one of those bilge pumps where, you can put it, you know, it's battery operated. Yeah. Hook it up to a 12-volt battery and, uh, you know, Bob's your uncle. So I'm sitting there looking at one, and a guy has had the same problem. He comes into Walmart, and he's soaking wet. <laughs> and he grabs a pump. And he goes, do you know anything about pumps? And I said, I, very limited, very limited. And he says, what about this one? I said, yeah. I said, you know, if you don't have a huge problem, that'll work. He says, how do I plug it in? I said, uh, you don't. You got to put that on a 12-volt battery. He said, you like the car battery? I'm like, ah, I, w- I wouldn't do that. Because <laughs> you want to drain your car battery. And you also did not want to keep your car on while you're doing it. I would get a, a separate battery. And, and I said, it's going to be a lot. I said, I would get an electric pump or just, you know, find a way to manually get, you know, get the water out of there. And he looked at me like I was zero help. <laughs> but I may have saved him his car battery. You don't want to hook that up to a car battery. Because then you drain your car battery if you need your car in an emergency. It's no good. Yeah, no a car, good. And a 12 volt's basically about half the size of like a car, car battery, roughly, something like that. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and then, but they're expensive. You know, they're 90 bucks for a battery, 80, yeah, 90 yeah. bucks for a battery. So, um, but Belly, how did Orange County do? I know you live uh, in deep Orange County in Irvine. Did you guys fare pretty well down we there? We did. We just obviously heavy, consistent yes. rain, but uh, it's the canyons where uh, the warnings and evacuations, Tribuco Canyon and Silverado. Wait, do you look into the canyons or uh, up to the canyons? They're behind us, so I can't see them. Uh, But that's where most of the concern is. Is that where the Richies live? Yeah, yeah. What are are those canyons called? Tribuco Canyon. Oh, and then Shadow Canyon? Silverado. Silverado. Oh, people with money there, huh? Beautiful, right? Yeah, a lot of dough. Not me. Is Angel with us? Angel Martinez, you with us? I sure am. And how did your part of Orange County do? I know you're off the 73 somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, um, so we, it was actually pretty light yesterday. Wow! Yeah. Well, you're in that valley, so the, 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 you know, the, all the ocean, all the, the storms come off the ocean, they drop a bunch on Newport, the mountains there, then they take a little bit of break, and then they cruise on, so you get a break there. Get a little bit of a break, and, um, 
it, it, I was watching the weather radar and just saw that like Burbank and the yes. Valley was just getting hammered Worked. nonstop. Worked. It was the worst. Absolute worst. Oh. Beverly Glen got it pretty bad for people living up in Beverly Glen. No good. No good. No good up there, man. Oh, man. You guys, a lot of movement up We've there. We've been in two neighborhoods just this afternoon yeah. and met people who have evacuated, who've already experienced some damage. Right now, we're in the Beverly Glen neighborhood. and as we Always, always moving up there. Beverly Glen. I don't know what's going on with Beverly Glen, but every time there's a storm, they always get it the worst. Beverly Glen. Glen neighborhood. And as we got here, we met one family that was evacuating. And another resident that we talked with told us that um, they really woke up to this sound, a thunderous crash, uh, realized that this home was coming off its foundation and what? said it moved approximately 40 feet. Wow, that's a lot for your house to move 40 feet. For anybody, that's a lot. Uh, neighbors gathered together. Many of them were evacuating today. Authorities at this point, the fire department here in the city of Los Angeles tells us um, so far it, it appears no one has been injured. That's good news. Great news. Very few injuries and, uh, and or deaths. Thank God. But this isn't the only neighborhood that was impacted. This is right along Calgary Lane. We were also in the community of Beverly Crest. Now there, uh, roughly five homes were impacted by significant debris flow. Mm -hmm. Approximately 20 to 25 people there. Uh, there were at least two vehicles that were covered in mud, essentially oh, neighborhood. Bubble. We also spoke with a resident who was maybe about a block away from there, and she showed us around her backyard. There was mud that was going into her backyard. Everywhere. It was so much that it filled her spa and her pool, which is roughly eight feet deep. Oh, no, that's the worst. Try to clean out the spa and the pool. Eight feet of mud. Now, just a little bit of what we're seeing this afternoon um, as the rain continues. Very few empathetic and sympathetic people when your pool gets wiped out here in Southern California. People live in the flats, can't afford a pool. They don't uh, get teary-eyed when they hear a pool gets wiped out in the hills. Sorry. Sorry. We just don't. All right. Uh, but, but it is sad, uh, you know, when somebody spent their entire life in a house and that house is moving and their cars are getting wiped out. And they can't live in their home anymore. Mud comes into your living room. Mud, mud comes into your bedroom. It's a big deal. And and I, you know, and that's one of the reasons why you have to listen to KFI in January and February is for this exact same reason. Because we were calling this storm four or five days before it got here. Not because, you know, we're specialists, but we are in touch with the specialists who said this thing is on its way and it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. Uh, a lot of kids went to school today. But LAUSD, there was a remarkable number, 40% or 37 to 40% of kids did not go to school today at LAUSD. I thought that was odd. It was strange. That's a lot of children. 40% of the, what, 300,000 students or 400,000 students that they have there, they're missing 100,000? Mm, I don't know. Something's going on there. Something's going on with LAUSD. And 40% uh, and, and of the kids decide to stay home. I don't know what's going on. I can't figure it out. All right, we're live on KFI AM 640. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. It's Conway Show. The storm continues. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's getting crazy with this storm. Uh, one of the bigger ones we've had in my memory. Let's see how that our friends at the, in the Inland Empire... 
Inland Empire, how'd they do out there? Well, it's been steady, solid rain all day in the Inland Empire. But while you one, you might expect to see uh, streets that are flooded or maybe vehicles spinning out on the road, for the folks in this Colton neighborhood, they weren't expecting this. Look at this. Part of the whole street collapsed. Mm. Fortunately, no one was hurt when this happened around 7 o'clock this morning. And public works crews are still out here right now trying to get the street below reopened. As another powerful storm pounds the Inland Empire, all the water has to go somewhere, or does it? Many storm drains are overwhelmed, leaving a lot of streets flooded. Colton, all the runoff causing part of a side street in one neighborhood to collapse. And on many of our freeways, cars are hydroplaning, spinning out of control, making for a busy day for tow truck drivers. You know, uh, Crozier, when you live out in that area, in the Claremont area, Oh, man, I just unplugged my headphones again. Hold on. Um, God, I got to get a cordless headphones here. I unplug about 10 times a program. When when you have that 210 freeway that sits below, you know, they, they carved out an area for that 210. Does that flood because it is low like that, all the water coming off the mountain, or if they, they uh, uh, allowed for that? They've got great drainage there. They do. Yeah, and they, they that was an agreement by Claremont. Uh, that really? They, that, that to get that freeway finished, the two ten through that through the city, as they said, you got to sink it. So that's that's why if you're driving along the two ten freeway, oh, each that. city that it goes through has yeah. different requirements, and and you go down into that valley, yes. like I say, right through Claremont. But no, they have great. I've never seen any flooding there, but they've got great uh, drainage. I know. I heard at some point there was talk about covering that freeway in Claremont. Has you ever heard about that? Oh, putting it like a roof on? Yeah, like a, like a park above it. It was a it was a story. It's like I don't know, ten years old or so. There are some of the overpasses. If you go a little bit further, they're beautiful east of of Claremont, yes. like into Upland. You'll go you'll go under um, like Euclid Avenue. That's there in Upland. That's basically a whole park on top of that. Yeah, and there's trees all over, over the, that side. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. great. But that's why I didn't know that the Claremont said, "Hey, you can put the freeway through, but you're going to have to build about uh, thirty feet down." Yep, that's good. That's good because also also. You don't get the sound of it then. Yeah, I mean, we'll get a little bit because our back wall to our backyard is there. But uh, I think for the most part, I'd love to do a little sound differential between like on either side of us, you know, Laverne oh, yeah. or Upland because their freeways are sort of le even level with the rest of the land. Yeah. But I think you got it made out there. I, I think they, it. I think that Claremont really gives an F about their residents. And, that, you know, that's a good thing also about being because I'm on the south side of the freeway. And uh, that's what helps me with the with any potential flooding is yes. I do got that that dip oh, that's freeway right. right on my backyard. I didn't even think about that. So yeah. you know, before that freeway, a lot of that water would rush right off into your property, Come right to us. Yeah, yeah. Now it's got man, you got a moat there. Yep, that's huge. Oh, good for you, buddy. You got it made, buddy. You always <laughs> you always don't like luck into everything, man. Yeah, that's me. That's you, dude. That's Car you. stalling, crashing, hydroplaning. You know, they just got to slow down. Literally, like, you could feel the car jerking. Like, you could feel like it's about to, like, shake. Now, Derek Hernandez says his car is drivable but leaking oil. Oh, Derek, you got some still some work to do. But leaking oil after he hydroplaned and lost control. Hmm. Oil leak is not good. That's uh, my my two cents. But immediately, I... Jay Leno would be very proud of me <laughs> that I could point out that leaking oil out of your engine, no good. But immediately, I, I tried to grip on it, and I felt the car starting to, uh, you know, like swerve around, and that's when the guy hit me, and then I completely swerved around. Not only was it a busy day for public works crews, but members of the San Bernardino County Fire Swiftwater Rescue Team as well.
They were screaming for their life. It was by far the scariest moment they said that they have ever been in. Wow. Firefighter Chris Prater says this incident in the Cajome Pass happened around midnight. The driver of an SUV pulling a trailer driving through waist-deep, swift-moving water. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough. All right, let's check in with La Habra, see how we're doing in La Habra. How did you guys fare in La Habra? It has not stopped raining all day long here in La Habra, but that has not stopped crews from securing the area here at this apartment. Las Lomas Gardens, as you can see, they put up a fence keeping the public out and also safe from that wall collapse. And it's all because the wall collapsed yesterday, and you see that building above. It's 16 units, and all the residents have been forced out, and they can't return home until it's deemed Cleanup is underway outside of Building G at Las Lomas Gardens Apartments after heavy downpours Sunday night caused a portion of a 10-foot retaining wall to collapse. Oh, no. The wall separated the parking lot and the residential portion of the apartment complex. No one was hurt when the wall came down, but three parked cars were damaged. People whose cars were impacted by the wall collapse say there was little time to react. Yeah, very little time. You know, it just all of a sudden, uh, it, it, it goes south on you. I don't really live here. I'm visiting my mom. And I just parked here, I went upstairs and I come down and it was a bit. No, I heard the alarm. I went down and it was already collapsing. Yeah, so long. All right, when we come back, we'll go to the Valley, Studio City, Ventura, Sepulveda, and see how the Valley fared, the San Fernando Valley, in this historic storm. Man, this storm is wild. It just doesn't let up. We're live on KFI. You're listening to Tim Conway Jr. On Demand from KFI AM 640. KFI AM 640. Conway Show. Uh, Everybody, all the news has been live today talking about this weather. Sort of going away. um, But they said that there could be one more burst. One more slap in the face for everybody. But let me see. Let me take a look here and tell you what the San Fernando Valley is doing. Then we get some. We got some audio here. But the San Fernando Valley, uh, according to my uh, my trusty weather app, and it's pretty good. They said about a, a half inch to an inch for the rest of the day, and then tomorrow it's going to be raining all day until six p.m. But not big, huge. Uh, crazy rain where you can't see and, you know, your windshield wipers are on high and you can barely move on the highway. Just sort of a light dusting all day. Um, and then that, that'll that be it next. This weekend should be nice. This this uh, this coming weekend, it looks like it's going to be sunny and, and completely dry. So that's great. Uh, it looks like, you know, for the, the big game over the weekend, if you're going to be in Los Angeles, just uh, enjoying yourself starting Friday. No rain on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So starting Friday, you get a week off. And temperatures are going to get up into the high 60s by Monday and Tuesday of next week. So if we can get through this week and your house doesn't move and uh, you know you survive, then by the weekend, we should be okay. All right, let's get to the San Fernando Valley, Studio City. Sepulveda Basin. What's going on in the Sepulveda Basin? 
This guy got trapped on his on his car out there. What's going on? Uh, they have a uh, fire station that specializes in that pretty nearby to this location. So they'll be able to get resources here to get this man out, uh, I think, before the uh, water levels rise. Yeah, you can see them trying to put together a plan right there um, to try to figure out how are they going to get him. You can see the firefighters, they, they have their life vests on and they have their helmets on, and they're kind of pulling out some of these uh, tools to maybe, like, have him hold on to it and pull them? I don't, I don't know. But, you know, we know that the Sepulveda Basin is one of those areas that does flood, and these firefighters are obviously very used to this area. But, again, it always tells you when you see water and you cannot see the bottom of it, hmm. don't go through it. It is so dangerous. And it's, it's nice to see that the firefighters yeah. are like, nope, we can't go through this. Um, yeah, whenever I see a guy on the hood of his car, I think that he probably made a mistake. You know, he thought he could make it through the water. He screwed up. And now the fire department's got to go in and help him out. It's usually that how that happens. You know, these, these firefighters are putting themselves in danger, too. And we're just getting word right. that the fire rescue helicopter is en route. All right, now we got to get a helicopter involved because this guy made some bad moves. To this scene. Now, it looks to me like their tools there are maybe to clear up some drains or something. Uh, maybe there's some clogs. I mean, there, there's a two-pronged... Uh, and maybe, I don't know, maybe people should get charged for this, you know? If there's a sign that says don't go through this flooded area and you go through it and you get stuck, and then you got to send out very heavy equipment, very expensive equipment, and get people to help you out, I don't know, maybe there should be a, a bill associated with that. Tool in one hand hey, and uh, one... Yes, ma'am. Do you, do you think that people would take it more seriously if they had light, a lit sign there that says, <laughs> turn around, don't drown? <laughs> That's right. Maybe, I don't know, but I've been uh, ignoring those road signs forever, you know, um, with, with the, you know, I saw a sign on the, it's on the 134 here, and it says, uh, you know, please fasten your seatbelt. Look, if you're on the 134 and you're going 90 miles an hour, that's, you're not going to obey that sign. I don't know who that yeah. sign's for, you know, complete <laughs> morons. Uh, either you wear a seatbelt or you don't. And, and I think most kids do. I don't know anybody that doesn't. You very rarely get in a car and a guy drives off without his seatbelt on. I, I don't think I, I see it in anybody. Um, you know, it's just the easiest way to protect yourself from going through your effing windshield when you hit somebody or when somebody hits you. Tool in one hand and uh, one prong in the other. So we're not quite sure exactly what that is. But, yeah, you're right. Maybe I, I think it's an old school guy thing not to wear your seatbelt. You know, it's an old macho thing. That I think has gone away. Almost all new cars will not stop bugging you if you oh, don't know. have your, uh, you know, it, it play, you know, it snapped yeah. in. My grandfather, <clears throat> sorry, I think he was one of the old school, last of the old school guys who who used my my um, grandmother's uh, cutting shears <laughs> to cut out the seatbelts out of his car, cut them all out, back, front, everything out. Not putting seatbelts on, and we're not. We're not going. And it was man. Was it tough to sell his car after he died? <laughs> God Almighty! Everybody that got in is like, "Hey, where's the seatbelt?" Uh, about ten years ago, he cut him out of this thing. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Good night. Grabbing something. I don't know. Uh, clear. We had to pay to have seatbelts put back in that car. Man, was that expensive? That was unbelievably expensive. I think it was like seventeen hundred dollars. To put all the seatbelts back in. Grabbing something. I don't know. Uh, clearing something. But uh, there is a rescue helicopter en route and to Gabe, this scene. And Gabe, um, you're finding out a little bit more details. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? My grandmother was a very safe woman. And she wanted her seatbelt in that car. 
And my grandfather never even asked her opinion. He was going to cut his out. The kids' seatbelts were going to be cut out. And hers was going to be cut out as well. He didn't believe in seatbelts to the point where he cut them all out of the car. And she said, well, Dan, I want to, I want mine in my car. You're not getting a seat. You're not putting, you don't trust me driving. You know, it was, it was very offensive. He was very offended by people who got in that car. You don't trust me? You don't trust me driving in this car? You start yelling at people. And you, you just sit silent <laughs> with that seatbelt on. And, man, when you went around a turn, you got moving. You know, the kids were rocking and rolling in the back. Oh, yeah. You know? Six kids. You hit a bump, and, man, we all got airborne. And most was, of the time they stayed in. Yeah, and it was kind of fun. Yeah, sure. You know, because... Uh, a little uh, push of adrenaline when you're airborne. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Hang on. Like, like the back way through the desert to Vegas used to have about 40 of those big hills. You know, and you get, like, you get airborne on those things. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Uh, until you get, go through the windshield at 12, right? And then yeah. you get decapitated and, uh, you know, the brother's like, oh, no. Oh, why did uh, Johnny have to uh, die in front of us? Ah, oh, Grandpa doesn't like seatbelts, you know. You know Grandpa. He's got, you know Grandpa. <laughs> he's kind of crazy out there, yeah. All right, we're live. Uh, that's about a wrap, unless there's a huge, huge story coming up. Well, uh, we're not going to pepper you all night with, uh, you know, it's drizzling outside. But if there's another big, huge storm coming through, this is your station. This is your station. But we got the Grammys to cover as well. We got a lot of other stuff going on. Super Bowl Sunday is about a week and two day, a week, uh, less than a week away. A week from yesterday, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, then we got the Grammys last night and uh, what went on there with album of the year, song of the year, a couple of snubs. People don't get snubbed on that stage. But all of it is going to be right here on KFI AM 640. Conway Show On Demand on the iHeartRadio app. Now, you can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 4 to 7 p.m. Monday through Friday, and anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.